fancy clothes is tied to how rich people feel. And since the majority of rich people are in the stock market, they feel rich when stock price goes up. And so, you know, I was at uh, Bell Harbor Mall shopping and there was, you know, three, four Rolls Royce Collins in the parking lot, you know, two other Rolls Royces. But when I was there 20 years ago, I don't remember there being any Rolls Royces. So apparently the world is full of Rolls Royces now. I mean, I was at the club and there was, you know, two or three Rolls Royces out front. I was at uh, the design district. There was five Lamborghini Uruses in a row parked next to each other. I think it was a photo op, but still. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just they everyone still happened to put together. There's a million Lambos here now. There's right. like, there's a ton of Rolls Royces. And this is consistent with what you see with their reports. Like Bentley's never sold more cars. They're at all time high car sales. And so on the one hand, you hear that, you know, people can't make ends meet and the world's getting wrecked, but not everyone, not everyone. Some people are doing very well. And so when those people's stock prices drop, they stop buying Rolexes. And so it works like this. All the price charts of all the assets are priced in dollars. And what a price chart really is that people don't understand is it's a fight. It's a competition between one thing and another thing. And so if you're charting like, uh, like Hex, the cryptocurrency I made versus Bitcoin, it's much different than if you're charting Hex versus the dollar. So like Hex versus the dollar, we're up 1,000x. Hex versus Bitcoin, we're only up 250x. Why? Because Bitcoin's up against the dollar 4x over this you know, time frame that Hex has existed, which is 1,000 days. And the same thing goes for like... Wait, before you go yeah, further, do yeah. you look at that like the velocity of money? When you, when you try to compare, especially like if you were to have to defend your own coin, you know? Well, so you're like, I've only been out a certain amount of time. Well, we're half as old as Ethereum. So we're 39% as old as Ethereum right now, today. Right. So we're almost as old as Ethereum is. And people pretty much stop calling Ethereum a scam. So you're like, hey, guys, can we get around to getting that, like, our stuff is amazing? It's a perfect, flawless operation for about three years now. How many more <laughs> thousands of days do you need to know that it's amazing? So with the interest rates, when they raise interest rates, it reduces the velocity of money, which makes money harder to get a hold of, which makes money more valuable, which sucks money out of investing in businesses and goods and into interest-bearing accounts. And so it puts a damper. Like or right, yeah. yeah. So like when they raise interest rates, it sucks money out of businesses. It sucks money out of the stock market. It slows down the velocity of money. It lowers prices of basically everything. And so it, there's a cascading effect. Usually real estate gets hit last, which is why you're just now seeing it get hit. Crypto gets hit first, then equities, then real estate is how it traditionally happens. And so as long as the Fed continues to raise interest rates and make money more expensive, everything that you chart versus the dollar is going to go down versus the dollar. But here's the trick. As a thought leader, I have to you know, identify ideas that other people don't know about and then popularize them and make them viral in ways that, that are easy for people to understand. So one of the ones that I can point out that no one else will point out to you is, if everything drops, you broke even. So if, if, if you make less money on your investments and the stuff you wanna buy costs less, you broke even. But if it looks like you made a lot of money because you know, the price of a thing went up, but all the stuff you wanna buy went up too, you didn't make money. Right. Right. So you're like, Which is you get, why inflation hurts. Exactly. Right. And, and it doesn't hurt everyone the same way. It hurts people on fixed incomes the most right. because they don't get any canceling out effect. So if you've got assets that increase in price along with inflation, you're fine because you had something to go up to cancel out the other thing going up. But if you're on fixed income, you're on Social Security, you know, you, you're living off your savings. You you're screwed because right. you don't have any increase in value to, to help cancel that. 
you know, and over a long enough time frame, all fiat currencies go to zero. So the dollar is on its way to zero and it's gone most of the way already. Like it's, it's people don't understand how percentages work, but you can drop 95% in the dollar like over and over and over again. Like it can go actually to zero. Like the Weimar Republic in Germany, just the money was worth nothing. In, or like Venezuela, the money's worth nothing. Right. With a lot of places where the money's worth yeah, nothing. Yeah, it's like nothing. they're making they're making handbags out of the currency yeah, down there. Exactly. Just crazy. So the the moral of the story is if they have to raise interest rates so that people don't starve, so that they can afford food, then it's going to bring down stock prices, it's going to bring down Bitcoin prices, which brings down Ethereum prices, which brings down most crypto prices. Now, originally, HEX was decorrelated. It went up 60x versus Bitcoin. For my first time, I called the top. I called the top on the day. It's been a profit every single day. For, what did you call it? Uh, I called it on the Coinbase IPO. It was a buy the rumor, sell the news event. I was oh, right. yeah, when they went public. Yep. Yeah. When the Coinbase IPO happened. And boy, you feel sorry for people that bought that stock, ticker C-O-I-N, coin. Just straight down. Like, went down 90%. 90, yeah, I think it went down 90%. And so... How many other people called the top of the day? Nobody. It was just me. Drew the chart. And, and I, I saved so many people, you know? So as long as they're raising interest rates, stocks are going to go down. Mortgages are going to get more expensive. Crushes demand on mortgages. Crush, a lot of uh, developers sitting on inventory now. That was never the case. Everything would sell out like instantly. That's changing now. And the question is how long until they start lowering the rates again? And then You're we have a macro. developers. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, so anybody that relies on people getting financing to buy a thing is screwed because no one can afford the financing anymore because your monthly payment just doubled. So what do you think happens to America when we're in, we're in a housing shortage well, and they can't get the, the loans, right? It's going gonna, it's gonna to drive, like, these two things fight each other. So housing shortage drives up value, but right. the fact that no one can get financing to buy the houses drives down value. Right. And so it's a question of, you know, when you go from all-time high, like socialism. a little bit. <laughs> on, the, on so, the way. So, like when you go from all-time high money printing and all-time low interest rates, that's the best macro environment for prices to increase that you could possibly think of. And then when you have any step down from that, any contraction, you get temper tantrums. When they temp temper the rates, they, they call them taper tantrums. So. I don't see how real estate prices can go up when you're transitioning from optimal maximum macro bullishness to anything else. You know, it's, it would be like, you know, you're pedaling as fast as you can and then you get any friction at all, it's going to slow you down. You're, you are already a maximum output. So now with velocity of money, the velocity of money is indirectly proportional to the value of money. And that's what HEX does is it gets people to remove the velocity, to lock it up to increase its value. And so it's very hard to find hacks to buy because the average stake length is seven years. People lock up their money, millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars on average for seven years. That's miraculous. I don't know of any other financial product that's ever existed that people would lock on average seven years. Because you gotta have a lot of 15 year stakes, which is the maximum length, the to only, get an average of seven. The only thing I can think of is commercial real estate, like an apartment deal, maybe. But you can sell it. Yeah. You can always yeah, get out. You, you, lock your you, can also re, you can also refinance it. Yeah, right. So you actually pull that money out and put it back to work nope. again. Yep. If you if you lock up your hex for fifteen years, you're not getting your principal out for seven and a half. You can you can pull out early at seven and a half. You'll lose all your interest. You will get your principal back. But like it's not you know, like you said, in a, in a house you can refinance, you can sell it, you know, in hex when you lock it, it's locked. 
That's it. Explain to me how that model works and what should make a person say, okay, I'm going to make this big long-term commitment. Because we live in a world where, like right now, right? Um, <clears throat> I'm in a position where I could put, I mean, I told you how much I put in Pulse Chain. That's yeah. not a lot of money. Right. But I could take a, a, some 10x that number and no. put it into Hex for 15 years. Why would a guy like me want to do that? I have to be specific and point out that you sacrificed for Pulse Chain for freedom of speech. And you just are so lucky that you will get free coins. Lucky you. Yeah. It's Otherwise, really Miguel. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you better do it. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, bet. So it's the majority of the gains in Hex are not from locking up your coins. So the price went up a million percent in 623 days from January 5th of 2020 until uh, 1.7 years later. That 10,000x increase in price had nothing to do with staking. You made 10,000x if you didn't stake at all. If you had staked, you would have made at least a third more from the big payday, which is a one-time event. It won't happen again. But you also would have made, you know, stakers on average generate 37% a year. Now, in order to get that average, you need to be average size and average length. Size doesn't really matter that much. Length matters a lot. So you can get up to 3x. What are we talking about right now? When you lock your... I know, right? Yeah, it's true. Okay, all right. It's all about the girth. Yeah, yeah. Girth game. game. Girth, girth so, coin. Yeah. All right. I'm sure it's taken. All, all, all the coins are taken. I think Sterling owns it. Yeah. So the, so the issue is you would have made 10,000 extra money had you bought January 5th, 2020, and then sold the top. You know, did you need to have locked your coins? No. 10,000 fold your money is pretty good. You right. put in a dollar, you get out 10,000. Right. That's pretty good. Had you locked it for longer, or had you locked it, you would have made in between a third or double your money, depending on how long you locked, which would have been like up to 2 million percent returns, which is a 20,000x. And so the majority of the gains really are from the USD price appreciation. They're not from the APY, but the APY is just beautiful. So like if you make 50%, if you make 50% through interest and the price dropped in half, you broke even. You're golden. But if the price doubled and you made 50% interest, now you made a 3x. Like it's everybody likes yield. And and people will chase yield and so many people lose money chasing yield. Celsius is bankrupt. Millions of customers bankrupt. They promised you they would give you a little bit of interest. You fell for it. You gave them your keys. Now they're bankrupt. You're screwed. You can't get your money out. Your money's gone. I have a question about this. Yeah. Hex solves that. There's no middleman. You mint your own rewards. No one can screw you. No company can shut it down. No government can shut it down. I can't shut it down. It's unchangeable. It's forever. It lasts about 150 years. It'll you can't, your life you can't sell it or dump it at some point. And like, well, anyone can do that. Right. There's, there's only, you can only reduce the risk of a system to a, a minimal degree. And one of those risks you can get never get rid of is those that own it have the right to harm the price at will. So anyone can hurt the price by selling anytime they want. And anyone can pump the price at any time they want by buying. And you know when something goes up a million percent, it's been a lot more buying than selling. It's, it's, the demand has vastly exceeded the supply. And you know as far as volatility goes, let's talk about the blue chip, Bitcoin down seventy five percent, Ethereum down eighty five percent, Hex down ninety five percent. Okay, well those are all pretty similar numbers. Now which one of them is going to get back up the highest? Probably not the first two that take billions and billions of dollars to move. I remember Probably. you talked about that. You talked yeah. about when Elon put like a half bill. No one even noticed and it. And it, it didn't move the dial at all. No, no, it didn't move it because it's too heavy. So we only have 100,000 stakers in Hex. It's pre-viral. No one says anything nice about us. It's hard to buy. Uh, you know, we're gate-kept by everyone. Yeah. That's opportunity yeah. because those gates can only open. They're already shut. Yeah. And so, you know, the best time to buy Bitcoin was when everyone called it a scam. Satoshi owned 100% of the coins. 
and you couldn't buy it anywhere. That was the absolute best time to buy Bitcoin. It was also the best time to buy Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg owned all the stocks. You know, like it just. You could say the same for Apple or anyone right, else, right? Yeah. Right. But then people are so dumb, they, they think the opposite. They're like, oh, it's too new. You're like, oh, that's the opportunity. That's the point, yeah. Oh, no one's heard of it. You're like, yeah. The volatility is right. the profit. But, yeah. Oh, the, it's got centralized ownership. You're like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's right. That, just like Bitcoin did. Right. Well, so, just like governments, bro, look, like, look how awesome Dubai is. They have complete control of the situation, so the city's pretty lit. I mean... I mean, you have control of this whole city. Are you I Dubai? Mean, there's, like, okay, Dubai has the best shopping, the best service. I'm using it as an example, but, like, like crime-wise. Women, they have fucking control. No, those are sugar babies. No, but like if you're a girl and you get raped, they put you in jail for getting raped. Like if, if you're in a relationship and you right. get raped, you go to jail extra for being adulterous. They don't give you credit for being raped. It wasn't your fault. You shouldn't have got raped. Or so if you if you bang a girl in the beach, you're going to jail for three to five years. So what's a better dictatorship? Well, I just I like to go places where. So the reason I don't like Miami is because the criminals want to get you here and the cops want to get you here. Right. Everybody wants you here. Yeah. And so if you if you live in Europe, cops don't want you. It's all good. You get pulled over, you're not getting the gun pulled on you. They don't care. Like it's right. all chill. So. You're not getting mugged. Like, it depends on where you live, but like you know, there's a lot of places in Europe that are super safe. You're walking around yeah. Switzerland. Yeah. Don't care. You're, you're fine, bro. But don't speed. If you speed, they take your car. London, and you don't get it back. <laughs> London's trash. Super yeah. dangerous. Yeah, you get stabbed uh, up. France, same thing. Yeah. Um, every time I've gone to Romania, it's been super, super safe. Um, right. I, they, they, we were in what is that? I guess it's bottom of Spain or Portugal. That's really close. Marbella. to Marbella. Yeah. yeah, we're in Marbella, and they're like, yo. Some areas you want to chill the fuck yep. out because they ride the boats over from Africa, stab right. you up, yeah. roll with the watch, and yeah. they're done forever. Yep. Um, but yeah, man, I've 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 really <clears throat> enjoyed Europe. But anyway, I, I mean, I, like that's I I like blonde chicks, and that's where the blonde chicks are. So it's like, yeah, you to be blonde chicks in Miami is nearly impossible. No, no, it's it's a lot of. I mean, I, I would, like it's hard here. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I got to get back to the education because yeah. I'm learning yeah. shit here. So. Yeah. Um, Going back to what Hex does that Celsius doesn't do, oh, sure. you give me an example. Yeah, they're totally, they're totally opposite. So Hex is a true cryptocurrency in that it removes counterparty risk. And that's what cryptocurrencies were invented to do. There's you and the code. There's no people in the way that will screw you and steal your money and not give it to you. And so, you know, sometimes you go to use your credit card. It doesn't work. You got to call and beg. Can I please use my money? Pretty please. Sometimes you want to go send a wire. They're like, no, you can't send a wire there. What? what Been there. Been there. Yeah. They're like, I thought it was my money. I don't, I don't get it. I had that happen when I tried to set my uh, wallet up. Yep. Yep. Chase, Chase didn't want to give me my money. Yeah. Could not believe it. Yep. It made me buy two Bitcoins when I first bought a Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. it, yep. it made me buy two of them instead of one because I'm like, well, clearly. Yeah, you guys suck. Yeah. You guys are terrible. Oh, there's something here that you don't want to happen. Yeah. I better buy this. And then you look at the yields and you're like, oh, you guys pay terribly. You look at the hours, they're always worse. You look at the customer service, it's always worse. You look at the terms and conditions, it's always worse. The, the websites are down all the time. You're just like, you guys all suck at your jobs. Like you, The crypto legacy finance system sucks. Hex has had 100% perfect flawless operation and uptime for nearly three years now. Google hasn't. Google was down globally last week for 30 minutes. Microsoft hasn't. They were down globally a few months ago. We dominate. Like Hex.com is absolutely amazing, and people need to get on their knees and recognize and to kiss the ring because we won. We won again. Like thousand days false operation, three letter dictionary.com domain name, amazing looking logo, insane, insane community with dedication. Hex tattoos, 
ex NASCAR. Yeah. Uh, you know, all this meetings with all these people. Hex can set these things up. Right. I didn't. I, I would. I don't have yeah. a PR team. I don't have a building, and that therefore we don't have a building. Program. I had three people text me about bringing you on. Yeah. Yeah. Three people, and and these weren't like any slouch people. Yeah. You know. And and that the the re, part of the reason the hex price does so amazing is we don't have some building of guys that just dumps the price all day long. Like Vitalik's dumps the Ethereum price. He he sold the top. He sent fifty million to Coinbase at five thousand. You know now the price is two thousand less. I think it's sixteen fifty today. So. We have so many things that we do better. We're better for the environment. We have lower inflation. We have the most committed, dedicated community. There is no other community in the history of any financial thing ever where people locked up their money for 15 years. When you lock up something for 15 years, you are going to be homies with all the other people that locked up for 15 years right. for a long You're time. Yeah. And people keep locking. You know, it doesn't stop. Like the, the, the stake length average has kept increasing. I used to brag about it being three years. Now it's seven. I guess I'll stop bragging about increasing when it maxes out if like the average becomes 15, which will be like, wow. Like I, yeah. I was like, because you know, when I designed this thing, you really don't know how it's going to work in the real world until you see it. I didn't predict that we would get increasing stake lunch all the time. I didn't predict that people's mental health would be helped. And I, I wrote self-help books, two of them, specifically to get people to have better health and better you know, mental abilities. And those books didn't do anywhere near as much for people as the currency did. Getting people to focus on their future and delay gratification, it, it changed their lives. You know, they had something to live for. They had something to look forward to. Suicide, suicidal people stopped being suicidal. I didn't expect that or predict that. That was luck. Right. And, and uh, people don't realize, like, the most proven successful strategy for investing is delayed gratification. Now, if you buy a scam, holding the scam longer doesn't help. But if you buy something with product market fit, a walled garden, unique innovation, I mean, Hex is the world's first time deposit on the blockchain. And it's a larger market than printed cash, which is what Bitcoin tried to do. There's only $5 trillion in printed cash. There's $7 trillion in time deposits. So not only do we address a larger market than Bitcoin does with less negative externalities, you don't have to burn the environment to do it. We're just picking back Ethereum. They're already burning the environment, so we don't have to. We're just making their blocks more efficient by packing more value into them. Whereas Bitcoin, the more valuable Bitcoin gets, the more of the environment they blow up. It's not good. Like Bitcoin should switch to proof of work and stop blowing up the environment because it dumps the price to do it. They dump the price to buy mining hardware and electricity. It's bad for the Bitcoin price. It's bad for the environment. It's bad for everybody. So Pulse Chain solves that. Hex solves that to a degree. We still piggyback Ethereum blocks. So we're you know responsible for maybe this tiny little sliver of the right. pollution in the Ethereum network. Um, but but overall more efficient. In that yeah, way. for sure. I mean, negative externalities and removing them. By the way, guys. These are just 20s, okay? This is not much money. I don't feel like getting mugged when I walk around, but I was also too stupid to bring a bag with me. So I told him it looked like he was wearing. No, for, like, for he you had guys, you're gonna, yeah, for you guys, you're going to. I can imagine the comments right now. Richard, there's no hundred. You're such a scumbag. I can't believe you're trying to flex. If you want to see a real flex, you've never seen Dior shorts in your whole life. You've never seen a Dior shirt in your whole life. You've never seen Dior shoes in your whole life. Oh. Okay? You've never seen Damn. these things, you broke bitches. <laughs> this full outfit, now look, I am shaped like the Michelin tire guy. Fine. But minus that, this outfit is fire. Full Dior set. And I've got, like, I wish I could wear my jacket that fits these. I've got a jacket that has the same material on it. It looks so good, but it's too hot, dude. I like but, how, do you know what I think is funny about you? Is that you keep the same cadence, whether you're talking about something very serious or you're straight <laughs> talking shit. You're like, the interest rate is this. And by talking the way, serious. fuck you, bitches. Yeah. My shoe. <laughs> I got to flex on these haters, dog. Yeah. They, need, they need to know I'm better than them in every way, except diet. 
that it's trash. What do you think makes people most misunderstand you? I mean, it's, I don't think there's anyone else like me in the world. It's so easy to categorize people usually. Yeah. So it's like, here's the guy that really cares about decentralization, really cares about his fellow man. All my first YouTube videos were just me trying to teach you how to give a better apology, have a better relationship, be happier, right. gamble less, drink less, don't play poker, like don't don't play grinding video games. Like I doing everything I can to make people's lives better because I was already retired in 2003. So I've been retired 20 years. And so I was just trying to make the world a better place. And then I, you know, mined Bitcoin at 50 cents. And then I made my own cryptocurrency that went on 10,000 X. And then I predicted Bitcoin price two cycles, 2017, 2021, call the top on the day. And, and then I predicted Celsius was going to fail and that you should remove your money from it years before it happened. And I just, keep hitting home run after home run after home run after home run. And eventually people are like, ah, this is weird. They shouldn't be able to do all that stuff. Right. You know? And then he's also social and he can twerk right. and he can do pull tricks. I can do pull tricks. I can twerk. Can you, can you guys do that? No, you can't. I can do it. You can't do it. I'm the world's largest diamond. Do you own it? No, I own it. There's only one. I own it. You don't own it. Right? Like the list is weird. It's a, it's a weird list. So I, I have, I installed a toilet for my mom last week, two toilets, two, two bidets. 30-minute video. You can watch it on YouTube or not on YouTube, on Insta. You can watch me install a bidet from opening the package and reading instructions to doing it. Yeah. Who does that? Nobody does that. So I have to ask you something you said the other day on the show because because what you, you just went from toilet yep. to Bitcoin mining to, yep. to one of the biggest coins in, in the world, yep. right, that people yep. know. Yep. Um, the other day, I heard you say that it's because you're an absolute genius. I'm a genius. But technically, and, and I'm not. And like, you might be. I want to challenge that, though. You have a 200 IQ technically to be a genius. I'm at like 145. So like, I'm not technically a genius, but since you gotta understand the average, 50% of people is stupider than 100. So by definition, they retarget how smart you have to be to be 100 IQ. It actually moves around yeah. over time. It, it's something called the, the Flynn effect. So the Flynn effect makes it so that people just generally tend to get smarter over time globally. Um, and so if you're like 132 IQ, you can get into Mensa, you're in the top 2%. And then if you're in like 145, you're in maybe like the top, I don't know, 0.1% or something. Like the numbers get, it's a, it gets thinner and thinner very rapidly. So it's like a bell curve. It's, it's literally a bell curve. Um, but, but in all fairness, regardless of what your IQ is, no. at some point you had to do some work. A and, lot. and I want to talk. I about never stop. I want to, yeah. And I, I learned talk, constantly. I want to talk about that for yeah. a second because I feel like, I'm in a stage in my life where I finally got to the point where I made enough money where I really had to stop and say, I have to do everything I can to be financially educated. Well, this looks awesome. I mean, it seems like you won the game here, but I, I'm doing okay. It's really good. I'm doing okay. But financial literacy right. is, is one of my main focuses in yeah. my development. Right. How did you stump? Because I know you started off, you were installing uh, air conditioning, air conditioning. Yeah. And then you yeah. did car radios. Yep. Car stereo. And car you stereo sold store. that business. Well, I tried to. I just shut right. it down because it's too much hassle. I went to a business right. broker. Brick and mortar is a bitch. It's, yeah. Well, the problem with retail is you can't expand it. You can't scale it. You're like, oh, I need to open a new store. New inventory. New People, advertising. Humans. The humans yeah. is the worst part. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really, really super interested in your financial education journey because I sure. feel like it's one of the most important things for me right now because I have money. Right. You know, how did that start for you? How did you get to the point 
um, where you said, okay, I really need to understand interest rates all the way to, hey, I'm flexing on motherfuckers yeah. on YouTube channels right. showing on my shit. It's funny. Yeah. No, but it's it, it but, funny. But, it, yeah. but in all fairness, like I think I think it's a good thing for people to understand, yeah. even me, because I'm like, okay, what what book did you read? How did you look at it? Because there's so many. You're not, not going to like right? my answer to this. Good. You won't like it now, but you'll like it later. Okay. There's this fantasy that being smarter gives you better returns, but it doesn't. So drug dealers that use the dark net and sold drugs for Bitcoin and just had some Bitcoin laying around that they forgot about outperformed Elon Musk and Bill Gates and Warren Buffett's best efforts because they forgot they had some Bitcoin from their drug sales. When you have the world's best performing asset class, which is cryptocurrency, it nullifies any of the things that used to be amazing. So, you know, when I was growing up and I was doing air conditioning and I was looking at people's houses and seeing who was rich, I would notice that like, okay, doctors, they were smart, they had money, but you had to go to school seven years. I don't want to go to school seven years. And you had to trade your time for money. That sucks, exactly. Lawyers, seven years of school, same thing. Business people, these people were stupid. I ran into some stupid business people, still had tons of money, didn't have to go to school. I'm like, wait a second. You don't have to go to school and you can be stupid and you can make a lot of money? I'm gonna do that. Yeah. And so like, and then you're like, all right, well, since I need to make money now and I don't have like a business idea yet, like what's the best paid profession? Sales. Okay, highest paid profession, sales. And who are the most likely to start businesses? Salespeople. Okay, go on into sales. Right. So go to all the seminars, right? You know, read all the books. My dad sends me to Tony Robbins events out the yin yang. And yeah. it was just good at it. You're jumping around and shit. Yeah, it works. If you want if you want to keep a bunch of fat old people engaged for twelve hours yeah, in a make day, it super cold. You better move around. Dude, those rooms are cold. Yeah, yeah I'm in this platinum group. I paid yeah. for it because I need a tax write off. I haven't been able to start it yet. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't really about the jumping around shit. I actually yeah. quite hate that. I feel like it's churchy. It works. But I like I people like fall asleep. I like paying in a room to be paying to be in a room full yeah. of people Winters. that are about yeah. yeah, and that and that's how I looked at that. Yeah. Anyway, so you started doing that. Yeah. And, and then, then when did when did the wheel like when were you able to start looking at like charts and economic economies? Any, on a any macro? of you guys that look at charts will lose money. So what did, what did charts let you do? I love that you keep taking me back to it. It's gonna you're gonna lose money if if you look at charts, you're gonna be fooled into thinking that you can predict price movements which I assure you, you can't. And then you're gonna try and trade those ideas of yours. And then you're gonna get chopped up by fees. You're gonna get liquidated by, with leverage. You're, you're gonna do, trading is how, li ladies, liquor, and leverage is how smart men go broke. So if you take on leverage and you guess wrong, let, let me rephrase that. If you take on leverage and you guess right the direction, but you get wrong the timing, you lose all your money. It'll go the wrong way just long enough to liquidate you and you lose everything and then it'll go the right way. They're called scam wicks. And there's like, I mean, look at, uh, who's the guy that got the timing wrong? I don't have any good examples off the top of my head. I've got, I have examples of guys that got liquidated trying to short like scams. You can't short scams, you'll lose all your money. You can't short anything. It's just so easy for things to go up that shorting, there's nobody that survived shorting in the legacy markets. The only people that survived are long. And if you look at all the charts, mostly they all go up to the right because the dollar keeps getting more, more valueless. So even if they never made any extra money, they went up versus the dollar because the dollar isn't worth anything. So your answer is always long. Pretty much. Right. Yeah. You, if, you, if you short or trade, you will lose money. 
a lot of it. Do you think that's where the structure of the the going into hex for seven or fifteen years came from? Is like go long or go broke? Like well, because I know guy. I have to tell you, I don't mean to cut you off, but I know a guy that went up to ADM with you. Right. You changed his whole life. No. You know, I'd never say, but this dude is fucking rich. No. And he did that in a short period of time. I've heard um, stories about guys like that that aren't even on the internet. Like you can't detect them, but like yeah, you never know, know them privately, guy. and you're like. That's crazy, you know? Yeah. I mean, the numbers are wild. I mean, yeah. I, I, a lot of people, I mean, I keep running into hexagons. I don't understand how there's only 100,000 stakers and maybe 200, 300,000 like total hexagons or whatever. When I, you know, I go to this club live down here, one of the bouncers there is like, hey, man, I'm hexagon. What's up, bro? You got to get my number, dog. Anytime when I come down here, I'm like, yeah, man, thanks. Yeah. I go to another club, different kind of club, die at the door. He's like, yeah. hey, can I get your table? I'm like, ah, you know, I just want to get the hottest chicken. Yeah. I don't need to mess with that table crap. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, but it'll be fun. I'm like, all right, all right, whatever. We'll do it. And he's like, oh, man, by the way, when's the bear market over? I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, man, I got some hex. I'm like, god damn. Like, really? like, literally. So at Live, there was, I met four hexagons just randomly on, on yeah. a Sunday night. There was yeah. two in the lobby. They're like, you know, yeah, we sacrifice. They say we sacrifice for Paul's chain, Paul Sachs. But really, I'm sure they meant we sacrifice for freedom of speech and freedom of movement. It's okay, guys. And then, uh, and then I, I there was four total there. So I did the math, and I'm like, well, wait a second. If we've only got 100,000 stakers, and I met four people that were hexagons in this club randomly on a Sunday night, then if when we get to a million stakers, that would mean that like 40 people in the club I would know. Like I would yeah. know like half the club or something. Yeah. The numbers are weird to me. Like yeah. I, I don't. Does that does that have any skills? I don't know, dude. It's like, also Miami. Right. Yeah, it's just crazy. Like people, I'm getting recognized a lot more than I think you would be with only like a quarter million followers or whatever. We were talking about that in the lobby. Is that something that you're you're accepting of, or is it something that you wish would go away? I wish everyone knew my name and nobody knew my face, and then I could select who I revealed my identity to to get value from people that I saw value in. Because I've had it the other way, where like if you're in an event. If I'm at like a crypto event, yeah, I'll get swarmed and I can't walk from here to there. Security right. has to bounce so many people, and then you run out of security at some point. There's right. just too many people, and you don't, you never have a one to one ratio of security to human. There will always be more humans than security, and so you're like, you run out of surface area. It's just not. I like girls. I'm glad everyone got rich in my thing. That's awesome. Right. I'm glad I saved all your lives. That's great. I like it, yeah. but I want to get laid. Yeah. In order to do that, I need to get over there. Right. So if you guys could just let me get over there or bring her here, whatever. Right. Like, you know, it, it's like, because it's, it's, it's asymmetrical. For them, it's a life-changing experience. It's super right. extremely important to them. But for me, I just, that's like number 10 I did right. of the same interaction with the same questions. Right. And like, you know, but we're all guilty of it. Like, I want if I have the opportunity to meet someone awesome, I'm going to work to go meet that person. Right. Right. Absolutely. So they're doing the right thing. It's just the asymmetry is unavoidable, I guess. Right. Which is tricky, which is tricky for a person like you, because now I have to say that your your most valuable asset is time. I and guess. then and then time spent with beautiful woman would be ideal. I'm a fan. Yeah. Like as you, as you should be. I think yeah. we all are. I mean, what's the money? Because when I go to sleep, hex is still working. All everything I'm doing works while I'm sleeping. Right. There's not a single thing I actually have to do. Everything's on autopilot. Um, I guess my employees like paid occasionally, so maybe that's not autopilot. Tom, but almost time again. 
Almost everything. So back to the financial education, because I feel like you were about to really simplify it for everybody. I, I think you're going to waste your time thinking that you're smarter, becoming an armchair hobbyist at speculation or charting or economic theory. And all those guys are broke and it's a waste of your time. What's a better way? If you study, if you study fuel injection, you're not going to be a better race car driver, period. If you study financial theory, you're not going to be a better speculator, period. So the truth be told, the way that you get rich today is to buy the best performing asset class that's ever existed, which is cryptocurrency. I'm a big fan of my projects. I think my projects are amazing. If you don't like my projects, Ethereum's cool. Go for that. Um, and so the, the more money that you put into buying the dip, I mean, you've got right now, Ethereum went from 88 to 5,000 to 880. Now it rests at 1,600. You can buy a dip. Now I think that it'll go lower. I, I think it'll make lower than 800. We'll see. Um, that's an 85% drop from 5,000. Would it even matter? It matters, yeah. It matters to me. Yeah, so like if you bought 100 grand in ETH today. No. You, this is actually like, 2X. Yeah. A lot so, ba so basically if you bought 880 instead of 1660, yeah, so that's double 16, the money. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna have two extra returns, and then the, then the thing is like, but it scales. So like, if the price goes up 100x, now you'd have 200x instead of 100x. But I get the simple math. You have an on extra it, 100x. But I guess the point I'm I'm trying to ask you is, does at some point, like, do you feel like there's a number, whether it be 10m, 20m, 30m, where it really doesn't matter anymore because you're no. so rich? Not no no. I'd love to hear about so, it. People always ask me, like, Richard, why do you keep working? You don't have to do all this. It's a game. I'm in this for glory. Yeah. I want other people to know I'm better than them. I want other founders to know I beat them. It's, it's not enough that I must succeed. They must fail. Funny yearbook quote. Um, so, like, I, I operate on respect and significance, and I demand more of it, and I work hard for it, and I want people to know that I won, and I want people to know that my people won, and I want people to know that our stuff's the best stuff. And it doesn't matter how high the numbers go. You know, it's, I want the best performing asset that's ever existed. I want the best cryptocurrency ever existed. I want to be the best founder that's ever existed. We're on our way, you know. Right. I think a 10,000 X in 623 days is a good start. And that's without staking. With staking, you got bigger numbers. I think 100% perfect flawless operation is a good start. And now we just need more people, more users. Our stuff's perfect. Just more people need to know about it. That's it. Beautiful. It's, it's Bitcoin with proof of work change. Bitcoin inflates to blow up the environment to dump the price. Hex inflates to hold the price up by getting people to delay gratification and slow down the velocity. Nice. You, you said something really impactful on Sauce Nick's show that I actually super agree with. I didn't with. tell anybody what Pulse Chain does. World's largest free airdrop. I should probably tell them. Let's do it. If you guys have any coins on Ethereum, ERC20s, Hex, Hex stakes, Ethereum itself, you're going to get a free copy of all that on chain I created called the Pulse Chain. You can go play around the test net right now. Go play with your coins. Pulsechain.com. Awesome. It's going to help get the Ethereum fees down. It's got higher throughput. It's deflationary. It burns 25% or more of the fees. There's no inflation. It never mints new coins. And uh, it's going to be the world's largest free airdrop. So people love free money. And they don't like high fees. And this addresses all those issues. It's really cool. So I'll put 10000 into it mm -hmm. early, super early. Mm -hmm. I bought the rumor, right? Right. What kind of what kind of return? I never speak about. I'm very careful as a founder. Elon Musk isn't, so he gets sued by the SEC all the time. Right. Now I don't have a security. There is no critical managerial entrepreneurial effort. 
there is no pool into which people put money with the expectation of profit solely from the work of others. This is very specific legal language I'm using to show you that Hex removes the risk of securities. There is no middleman that can screw you. You always make your own rewards. You always perform your own labor. You are the network. You are the effort. Um, and so I'm very careful to make price predictions. And I, sure, I almost never make them. I do them for Bitcoin. I do them for Ethereum. But in Hex, I almost never make them. And it's also harder to predict Hex, to tell the truth, because it's, it's such the price moves around so much. Right. It's harder to predict. So Bitcoin did 690 million percent which is a six, 690,000 X it did. Ethereum did about 20,000 X, went from 31 cents at the crowd sale on average. You could have bought it earlier and got it lower, or you could have bought the dip on Kraken when it went to like 15 cents. Now it's $1,600, was 5,000. So it did probably 20,000 X, X did a 10,000 X. I can list you a lot of other coins that did a lot of Xs. In cryptocurrency, doing a lot of X's is very possible. And so could Pulse do the same 10,000 X that Hex did in the same time frame, or possibly even quicker? Yes, it could. The likelihood of that event, I don't know. And that's an important number. I cannot, I'm a smart dude, but I can't predict the future. Which just like you just said earlier. Right. Yeah. So could it do a 10,000 X in, in 620 days, 623 days? Sure, it could. That's what Hex did. Hex, so I, 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 when I invented Hex, I wanted it to outperform Ethereum, and Ethereum had done a 14,000x in two and a half years is what it did. It went from $0.31 cents to $1,400, maybe $1,500, depending on what exchange you're using. And it did that over uh, 2.5 years. And I said, well, we've got better game theory. I coined the term pumpamentals. Um, I don't use that term as often because people are, you know, don't think it's as funny as they once did. And so, like, we beat that target. And now, you know, I look at the Pulse Chain chat room, there's 60,000 people in it. I look at the Hex chat room, there's only 40,000 people in it. And Hex has been around for years. Yeah. And it's like, I think, I think Pulse Chain has a lot of really strong advantages in that it's easier to understand. Yeah, it's Ethereum, but it's faster, higher throughput, cheaper, and the world's largest free airdrop. And it saves the environment. You're like, no brainer. No brainer. Right. right. Like, it's this no brainer. This coin does something. This thing does something. Yeah. yeah. But hacks is like harder for people to understand. You're like, it's the first time deposit, and they're like, what's that? I'm like, yeah. fuck. It's you know, it's it's the thing at the bank. It's a, it's the second most popular product at your bank. And you're like, they don't even know what it is. You know what's funny to me is I had a guy come over and spend. He was going to spend two days with me explaining to me, uh, crypto and the blockchain and everything. And about four hours in, I just stopped the whole conversation. I said, this is just banking without the bank. That's it. It's it's no. just they're just remaking these products. Yep. Without the bank. That's it. Mm -hmm. Pretty and, much. And so like if you understand the bank's products, take the bank out and it's mm -hmm. basically just between us as people. No, nope. peer-to-peer finance with right reduction of counterparty risk because now we trust math instead of men. Right. Men be lying. That can't that can't be moved. You know, they no. say that there are more lies told in an Excel spreadsheet than anywhere else in the world. Oh, really? Yeah. And then, you know, think about that because like the it, Excel bro. spreadsheet, me too, bro. I'm so a fucking good. nerd, bro. So good. Yeah. I'll fucking love Excel. <laughs> but it's, they're moving numbers on balance sheets to make stocks look a certain way yeah. so people don't freak the fuck out because there's so much psychology. Well, that's another thing, it. like hex trading. The majority of hex trading is on chain. You can see the prices. Right. You can see absolutely everything on chain. So when someone moves the price, you can look at what address did it? What other coins they own? 
Do they have stakes open? How long are those stakes open for? When their stakes end, do they usually restake it and sell the interest or do they restake everything? Right. Do they add to their stake or do they just dump it? And you have all this intricate, in-depth data that you do not have for anything in the legacy financial markets at all. Price moves, who moved it? Don't know. What else do they hold? Don't know. Are they long time frame, short time frame? No idea. You don't know anything. Then they have all these fake bids, shill bidding. Guy says he's going to buy this much, then the price starts to get near him, pulls it. Doesn't really want to pay that much. He's, he's uh, spoofing. Spoofing's when you know you put an order, it looks like it's there, then if anyone tries to fill it, it disappears. Dark pools, or uh, there's a lot of stuff. There ain't no iceberg orders. There ain't no dark pools. There, like, there's a lot of kind of shady, hard to understand things in legacy finance. And in Hex, we don't have those. It's clean, it's pure, it's open, it's transparent. It's awesome. It's, it's an innovation. It's, it's really the only cryptocurrency that has a chart of future market supply. Here's a chart of when stakes are ending. If you want to end a stake in the future, maybe slot years where there's less sell pressure, right? Because there's less people ending their stake that day. Try and do that in legacy finance. Extremely hard. Like yeah. it's just, this is a miraculous product that removes counterparty risk, re removes middlemen, removes there's no environmental war, There's damage. no war involved, nothing. It's like right. you already know what's going to happen. You've seen into the future. Clean. It's yeah. clean, it's beautiful, it's innovative, and it's durable. You know, a lot, of, a lot of things that get popular and then they get unpopular because they're kind of like games. People are designed to get bored of games. But people will never get bored of getting more in the future for having a little bit less now. That will always work. And that's the basis of personal development. That's the basis of bodybuilding. That's the basis of education. It's going to suck now. It's going to be better later. Right. This is a, pride and a, a tried and true proven formula that's never going to stop working. Right. And, you know, it's funny. I get messages all the time. Hey, Justin, I have 100 grand sitting around. Or, hey, Justin, I have 20 grand sitting around. A lot of these guys are kids. A lot of them have made it in crypto. Yep. My answer to them is like, go put that money in a vehicle. And I normally say real estate because that's what I grew up knowing, you mm -hmm. know. Um, go put it in a vehicle because you're so young, you don't need it. Go be, go learn what it is to become a man. A lot of these kids that hit crypto pumps, hit crypto pumps at 19, mm. and, and, and they still haven't gone through a lot of experience. Good new events. Yeah. They're good. Yeah. I've done them all. Um, I just, like, when it comes to, like, investing and speculation, I'm designed for mad gains. I want the best performance. I want the best ROI. I'm glad you're saying And so that. all the substandard stuff, I don't mess with. So it's like, if, if, can you make it 10,000 X in property? No. All right. Well, I don't care. Can you make it 10,000 X stocks? Nope. You did a two X in 14 years. Don't care. I don't care. I know about them because I'm a genius, but like, I know that that's not where the magic is. The magic is in the new thing. That's not hundreds of years old. Stocks are hundred years old. Real estate's thousands of years old. So the new thing is where the big opportunity is. You said on Sosnick, fuck, um, diversifying fuck diversifying yeah. and, and i felt like it was i felt like it was an impactful part of that show yeah uh go into what your feelings are in diversification Every, as, it, as it pertains to what you just said sure everyone thinks diversification is good but then you ask them why and they have no idea they're just like ah, i heard it was good okay but like how is adding lame limp dick gains to your awesome gains good if i have like spaghetti and i sprinkle poop on it just for because it's, it's not spaghetti it's diversified that's not good. I don't want poop on my spaghetti, you know? So if you have the best performing asset class that's ever existed and you're lucky enough that it dips massively sometimes and gives you an amazing entry, buy that. Why would you buy garbage? Like, I mean, even if it just goes back to its all-time high and it dipped to 90%, you're, you're getting a 10x. 
Do you believe? And the you're same? paying cap gains if you hold it a year. It's yeah. tax advantage, and and no one can take it from you unless you lose your keys or you get mugged for your keys or something. Like don't carry your keys with you. So th that's that's the next thing. So there's people out here that are making crazy amounts of money. Yep. Right now, the, gov the, the government at some point is going to try to regulate. They did that already. Yeah. So I mean, it's on the biggest exchange that's ever existed in the entire world, the Chicago Mercantile Exchange. El Salvador made it legal tender and mandated that their businesses accept it. Uh, it it's got legal clarity and certainty out the yin-yang. It's regulated. You know, if you want to sell it at scale, you need a money transmitter license, et cetera, et cetera. Like it's regulated at the yin yang. There's a bit license in New York. There's no, we need no extra regulation. It is already more than well regulated enough. So, my question is are we going to, are we as people that want to trade amongst ourselves, yeah. are we going to be able to keep governments out or will we pay taxes on crypto gains in the future? Well, I mean, it, any, like, the origin of your income, to the best of my knowledge, doesn't like I'm not a tax advisor. I'm not an expert at this stuff. I'm just really smart. I don't think that the origin of your income greatly affects what. Uh, let me, under what circumstances is the government cool with you not paying tax? It's a very limited set of things. And I, I don't think next to nothing. Well, yeah. And so, like, I'm not sure that you should expect almost anything at all to solve that, right? right? Like moving to Puerto Rico solves that. You can move to Puerto Rico, as many Hexagons have done, and keep your American passport, live there half the year, and not pay any capital gains tax. You pay no tax, and you, the government's cool with it. They got a special law passed that gives anyone that moves there a huge tax benefit for doing so. So you know, if you really want to save money on tax, move to Puerto Rico. Interesting. No, I mean, that's like a big deal because everywhere else, you know, you move in the world, some places you got to give up your passport. They don't support dual citizenship. Right. Most places have even higher taxes. So if you thought, you know, America was banging you hard, boy, there's countries that bang you a lot harder. Yeah. But it's, it's so weird. Like capital gains, some countries don't tax it at all. Like, I don't think Singapore taxes capital gains at all. It's just 0%. Right. And then with that exception, you can keep your American passport and, and do the Puerto Rico thing. There's no other way to like keep your American passport and pay zero percent on cap gains that I'm aware of. A lot of people sell you the idea, and then you'll go to jail if you use it. So, right, yeah, <laughs> I'd be real careful with your, yeah. your tax protester. Go, go Wikipedia tax protesters, and you're like, oh, I'm a free man on the land. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Ah. <laughs> like, oh, they, they fuck you up for that shit, man. You, Bro, when you Violet, get pulled Violet, over and you start yeah. fucking with the police, they're like, oh, another yeah. one of these dumbasses. Yeah. <clears throat> Dude, and I, and I think that uh, I have a buddy of mine, Andrew Tate. He says that at the root of everything is violence. And so, yeah, you cannot pay your tax bill. And you might get a, a subpoena to go to court and you cannot show up. But eventually they're going to bust your door in, bro. I pay my taxes. Yeah. It's easier. Yeah. It's just easier, man. Like, so I'll tell you one thing I learned at Tony Robbins stuff that I thought was really innovative. He said, you know, he used to not pay his taxes. That was his thing. He's like, you know, fuck this. They don't, I'm not in their system. They don't know who I am. This is, like, well, this is what he said on stage when I was right. listening to him. Bro, yeah, he's pretty red-pilled, by the way. Some of the shit that. he says, bro. Uh -huh. Yeah, like, he's he's... He's at least thinking for himself. Right? For but, sure. Yeah. So, like, so he says, you know what? I, and 
he became more free when he stopped trying to be free. And I so like that. when I'm telling, when I'm telling you, like you want to learn more about finance to get better returns, but in reality you need to save up more money and buy more dips because that gives you the actual gains. Learning more about the technology won't help you at all. Right. Not even a little bit. They're, they're related concepts. It's like two sides of the same coin, but the vending machine only understands this side. You put it at the same, you, the vending machine understands the bill put in this way, same bill, you put it that way, it don't understand it, it doesn't work, we'll give you credit. The markets are that way too. Getting a lower price and having a better entry and exit strategy is the only thing the market cares about. I don't need to understand the machine. Exactly, right. You're, right. That You will not be rewarded for that, it's weird. I'm actually super glad to hear that, I'm, no. I'll tell you why. I've put... So what I'm saying about the taxes is you might have more freedom and make more money if you just yeah. pay your taxes because you'll have more mind space, You'll be around other people that have larger money. scale. Yeah, yeah. Like, like if you're only hanging out with tax protesters, you guys are all broken wrecked. None of you guys has real money. If you hang out with people that pay their taxes and have real money, then you have so much more opportunity. So there's all these other side meta benefits of just kind of doing what all the other most successful people do. Right. So you're like, okay, who are the people that went from nothing to a lot? Crypto guys. Okay. Who are the people that went from nothing to a lot? Software guys. Just happens to crypto software. Okay. Startup guys, crypto guys, software guys. Guys who pay the taxes, they do very well. You know, very true. Yeah. And I do pay a shitload of taxes. Um, it is getting a bit annoying. Um, Move. Yeah, for sure. Puerto Rico's not that far. Yeah. I think I'm gonna probably for you hexagons that might be watching. I think I'm probably gonna mention that more of you guys should do more tax advantages stuff because look at the screen. Less of you guys that have to dump the price to pay your taxes, the better the price is. So, so. Hey, I, I I have to do this. Um, so do you see on the TV screen yep. right there, it says Jordan, I'm low-key fanboying over Richard Hart on the screen. <laughs> so you might not know Jordan, but Jordan is the reason that I bought uh, the Hex that I own. Okay. He is in the community with uh, Miguel. And nice. so he'd be a big fan of yours. Great. About a six foot four Australian. Thanks, Jordan. Uh, really, really good guy. Shout out good to Good on you, mate. Shout out to Jordan, man. He's a really good guy. So, uh, and, he, and he does my, he'll, he'll cut, he'll be the guy that actually cuts this video up, man. Cool. So uh, yeah. I know that you've changed his life. Uh, and because of him and Miguel, I knew what Hex was. So I big, like Hex. I'm a big fan, man. Big shout out to Jordan. Big fan. How do you, how do you think you're most misunderstood? Well, I mean, outside the f super flamboyant. People Instagram. think I'm a scammer, even though I've been doing business for decades and have no actual complaints from any actual humans for right. decades. And you're like, can I get a victim, please? Where's the victim? All I have is people telling me that it changed their life, right. saved their life. Yeah. I'm the self-help author guy that gives you free self-help books. It yeah. gets you to stop trading, stop drinking, give better apologies, stop doing drugs. Like I'm do the guy not, that's- Do you not drink or do any drugs at all? I drink when I have to. So if, if I'm trying to get with some nice girls and they want me to drink badly right. enough. Because it'd be I'll weird if you it. didn't. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. And I'm just tired of getting the question. I'm thinking of experimenting with like saying I used to have an alcohol problem and see they just leave me alone. Yeah. And they're like, nah, just, just have another one. You know, yeah. I don't care about it. I don't know how it works. I haven't tried it. But uh, I don't like alcohol. It tastes bad. Gives you a headache. I had a hangover yesterday. It sucked. It was terrible. It's like, why? You know? Right. The girl's hot. So, hey. It is what it is. Um, so do you think you're most misunderstood just because 
I think I think like a guy I don't like think you, they misunderstand. I think they're hateful, and then they try and find a good excuse to justify the hatefulness. Right? They're jealous. Yeah. Hey, why is this fat old guy flexing on me so hard? Why can he twerk and I can't twerk? Why Why does he have ten million dollars of watches right. and I don't? You're like, yeah, man, I drive F1 race cars, like, for fun. They're fast. <laughs> I've spun everyone, dude. Every time I get an F1, I spin it. It's like, damn. I even spin the F3s, like, whatever. It's They're really tail slippery. And if, if you don't have your air right and your tires aren't heated up, they're so easy to spin. If you press the gas ever so slightly too hard coming out of a turn, you're, you're done. Spinning. You're spinning. I don't even <clears> want to know, bro. I drove uh, I drove Fresh's Lamborghini yesterday because nice. he's trying to sell it to me. Right. And um, his Huracan? His Evo, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it looks pretty. I like the wrap at the bottom that he did. It's cool. I would have to rewrap it. Really? Yeah. Because you don't like that Kelly? It, no, no, no. I actually like it. It's okay. not that. It's that unless I wrap it, it's not mine. It's Fresh's that you. I bought. I feel it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, I feel you. But one thing about he the wants internet, to get an SVJ. He told me. What's That's an SVJ? His, well, it's like. The V12 version, so the Huracan. Yeah, he's getting. Of, he's like, yeah. I wouldn't even be getting rid of this if yeah. it wasn't for the fact that um, that I'm getting. Uh, and, and he wants to have two cars. He's got the Cullinan, and yeah. then he's going to have the SVJ convertible, and he's good. That's what he told yeah. me. Yeah. I think he's going to keep buying them. I don't think he can help himself. I got a lot of cars, bro. So I got, I got, I got an Evo. I got uh, so I got the Lamborghini Evo. I got the Bentley 12 cylinder convertible. 208 mile per hour, top speed, four wheel drive, rear wheel steering, yeah. night night vision, thermal, infrared. You're just like, God dang, what doesn't this have? This thing has everything. But it was also 365,000 euros. So my my Lambo was 300,000. My my convertible Bentley was 365. My thousand horsepower Ferrari would cost a million here. That's SF90. I got a better deal on it there. I paid like 550. I got a sick deal. Wow. I, I got a sick deal on that. Um, <clears throat> Really good deal. It's full maxed out carbon fiber, everything. Like every a set of Fiorano package, it's another like adds another ten percent of the car and its own. Um, then I got a lifted G wagon from the factory, four by four squared. I've got. I'm waiting on a lot of cars. Like my McLaren's been ten months late. Um, I heard those are trouble, man. They are, and uh, it's probably gonna suck. But hey, I need the doors to go this like this. So yeah. That's my doors that go like that one, and I need an orange car. So, yeah. and then uh, I got another Ferrari, Ferrari Roma. I feel like I'm missing one of my cars. Two Ferraris, Lambo, Bentley, two wagon. Oh, I got a Rolls Royce Cullinan, Black you, Series. Let me ask you a very serious question. Yeah. Are you more proud of the cars or your ability to twerk? Twerking. Yes. Twerking is more rare, but I'm gonna get more value out of the. The, the, the twerking is only valuable because I'm known as rich and famous for other stuff. If I was just some random dude that fixed toilets and twerked, it wouldn't be of merit. Um, so then the cars would like dominate for sure. And if I didn't have an audience, the cars would dominate for sure. I actually, I got to tell you, I like you way more in person than I thought I would. It's weird, You're right? down to earth. Yeah. Because yeah, 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 yeah. Um, a lot of people, when they see me on the internet, it's just some argument with people that don't like me. Yeah. No one's going to have a good conversation. Go have a conversation with someone that doesn't like you. Let me yeah. know how it goes. <laughs> it's a crap conversation. Yeah, shit, man. You put me with a normal human. I'm going to have a good yeah. talk, you know? That's awesome, man. Where, where can people find you? Yeah. Where can people go support you? Where can people go find out the truth about sure. the man that, that is actually helping change people's lives? I know at least four people that Richard has made substantial money. One of them is ultra wealthy. 
Uh, actually, two of them are ultra wealthy, and I personally know them. So I don't, I can't in any way discredit what you have done with Hex. Nice. Okay. Uh, that's why I buy. That's why I bought Hex. That's yep. why I bought Pulse Change. I can't say I'm a Hexican because I'm not qualified to know. I don't understand if it you enough. Own Hex, man. You probably a Hexican. Maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe. You if, might if you've met Richard Hart, you might throw and some you like Richard Hart. I do like Probably Richard Hart, bro. Man. I do like, I mean, maybe there's holy water on me now. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I, I feel like it, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel good about ending this thing without you telling people well, where you, they man. could go yeah. and, and find, and find you. No. So, I mean, I got quarter million followers on Twitter, twitter.com slash Richard Hart win. Uh, I do a lot of cool looking stuff on Instagram, instagram.com slash Richard Hart official. Only got 55K people over there, so if y'all would come over and follow, I'd appreciate it. I got a YouTube channel. Sometimes I do eight-hour-long live streams, which is pretty funny, without peeing. It's like nearly a miracle. I don't understand how it works. Um, YouTube. Do yeah, right. It's crazy. I'll stop and pee, bro. YouTube.com slash Richard Hart. And then uh, world's largest free airdrop is PulseChain.com. And, Paul, well, Hex.com, I think it's on a good dip. So 1,000 days of perfect flawless operation. Free books, uh, t.me slash SciVive, or you can go on YouTube and type SciVive, S-C-I-V-I-V-E. Listen to my free books, man. A lot of the stuff he's asking about finance and, you know, personal development, it's all in there. It's all in there. You'll like it. Um, and it's free. I'm going to start charging for it so that you guys start reading it more. It seems like people don't value free knowledge, so you have to make them pay for them. You have to make them pay for them to actually care. No, I completely agree with that. Yeah. yeah, you're like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to start charging for it at some point. So enjoy it while it's free. Is that it? Free books, large, world's largest airdrop. If you want to brag about me, I own the world's largest diamond. $10 million of watches, $3 million of cars. I can twerk. I can install toilets. Whatever you need. Okay? I'm here. I'm the full package. That's it. What else can you say? Richard, man, <laughs> thank you so thank much. Thank you, man. I appreciate it, bro. bro. Absolutely, great. bro. Uh, guys, really good dude. Um, I, I, it's going to be offensive for me to say it, but I'm actually surprised at how cool he's been. Uh because I didn't think he would be. So <laughs> I was wrong. I'm always wrong about things, and that's, and that's how you develop. So until next time, guys, we'll see you soon. Peace. See you guys.